Welcome to another episode of Sports Life Talk, where life without sports is just talk. It is Wednesday, May 26th, and we are in the building as usual. So tonight, we are still down a Power Ranger, and y'all, just so y'all know, I went on here and let her know she don't have no, no more PTO left for the rest of the year. So KD will be back from now on, starting in June, and she's already used up all of her little five days that KT give us. So she'll be back. Now, I won't be here, though. <laughs> but anyway. I you let yours rebuild back up, fam. I you did. let yours rebuild. I did. She took all that time off. I had to be here. So, you know, here I am. So, all right. So tonight we have, of course, the coach, head coach, Jose Turnup. What's good, family? Let's get it. Okay. Man, I, 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 I ain't going to lie. I thought that said Jose Trump. Uh, I, 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 Why do we have to start off like that? No, Serge, what that does, that says a lot about the Louisiana educational system. <laughs> it, it does. It does, man. Also, my glasses, my prescription might need updating, man. Cause... Yeah, you got a little glare. I don't, I don't know. All right, and then we have Mr. He slash him down here, Mr. B. Jones, the mouth of the South. How you doing today, sir? I'm, right. doing, I'm doing really good. I'm doing, All I'm right. elevating. Was your supper good? It was delicious. We had that steak and veggies tonight. Oh, tell your wife I'm coming to get some leftovers. Hey, it is some love, too. It's right, some love, too. We I'll got be able you. to have a 9.30. Skip, skip. We All got right. you. <laughs> and then, of course, we have Mr. United, Serge. Serge, are you in a new, a new room? You, it looks like you. No, no, no. Same room. Just a dip, little different camera angle. I was trying okay. to, you know, get, get it right. But, uh, you know, what started this week, Pam? What started this week? Gemini season is officially begun. Hey, 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 hey. Body roll. You know. Body roll. Body roll. We got to save the body roll for later. Coach. No, I always got time for a body roll. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. This is episode 95, entitled The Sack Man. And, of course, our cover athlete this week is none other than, I say that like I even know who it is, Richard Dent. So, KT, since KD is not here to do the bio, go ahead and fill us in on Mr. Richardson. Well, what sucks is I'm over here lagging. So if I'm going slow, it's not because, you know, I can't read. Or oh, that Oak Cliff education that you've been to? <laughs> no, sir. It's my internet connection. 
All right, so Richard Dent was a key part of Buddy Ryan's dominant Chicago Bears defense. And in the 1985 season, he led the NFL with 17 sacks and was named MVP of the Super Bowl. The four-time Pro Bowl defensive end recorded 137 and a half sacks over 15 seasons and was inducted into the Hall of Fame in 2011. There's a lot going on over here. My voice, my internet, y'all got to give me that. No, you seem you seem like a bad film right now. It's like the the mouthing is not <laughs> like you speaking in Spanish, but it's in, the version is in English, and it's like hey, it is like a voiceover. Yeah, it's like a voiceover. Come, man. I don't know what's going on. It's like the past couple of days. Yeah, it it, sound, it, it looked like you got that dial-up connection. It's like a little lag. Yeah, know? I feel like that too. But right now, I'm looking good. So we'll see how long yeah, that lasts. It wasn't right you got that dial-up, dog. <laughs> yeah, we, we heard it the first time. You have to repeat that, Pimpin. Yeah. My bad, man. All My right, bad. so B. Jones, so do you have some, some are you down with the with the bio? B. Jones, do you have any Richard Dent trivia? Yes, I do, Kevin. <laughs> Y'all are in story. <laughs> My bad, America. My bad. All right, for your chance to win a Sports Life Talk t-shirt, get summertime ready so you can go out there and get in them streets with Pam. We got a question for you. Be the first one to jump on our website, www.sportslifetalk.com, and you will be the proud owner of an OG custom fitted. All right, here we go. Kev told you so eloquently in his overlay voice that uh, Richard Dent was part of what I consider the greatest defense of all time. Now, that's debatable, but that we'll save that for another show. In 1985, he went on to win the Super Bowl MVP. There has been numerous defensive players to win the Super Bowl MVP, but I want you for the T-shirt to tell me what team holds the rights to say they have had multiple defensive players to win the Super Bowl MVP award. Be the first one, and you will get the shirt. Y'all need me to repeat that question? Uh-huh, because I wasn't paying attention. All right. <laughs> Give me the name of the only team that can say that they have had multiple defensive Super Bowl MVPs and you will win a Sports Life Talk t-shirt. All right, there y'all go. Y'all know what to do. We do this every week. Don't act like y'all don't know. All right, so, huh? Huh? What? No, he said that's not even debatable. He's saying 85 defense is the best. I agree. I agree, KD. Am I, I, maybe it was just at the age I was at. You know, I was a young tyke. You know, I was starting to fall in love with football. Maybe it was a Super Bowl shuffle with, with Refrigerator Perry. I, I don't know what it was. Maybe it was Mike Singletary. But I absolutely love that defense. It's my favorite defense of all time. All right, y'all. Y'all know what to do. So it is time for Life Goals with a little local life, local business, local everything. So KT, take it away with the local athletes. I swear you're going to get fired one day. With that <laughs> next athlete of the week. Good grief. Okay, so he's an athlete or a coach. That's how we're going to go. Oh. And now it's going to be an athlete or coach, Pam. We, excuse me, bless Jim and I. <laughs> Jimmy. Don't call me by my government name in front of everybody. I know. Everybody trying to get at you. All right, so this Sunday, it's the 30th, if, I, if I'm not mistaken. It's the 30th, right? Yes. All right. Coach Rasley from the Air Force Prep Academy. Her episode will air, so please go and check it out. I think she spent some time in New York. She's been everywhere. I think she's originally from Arizona. Hey, she's just a real down-to-earth person, so please go and show us some love. 
on our You Got Next series on Sunday with Coach Grass. I like the way you did that, KT. I like like the way you do that, man. How you got the show coming out this Sunday. You letting everybody know, get ready, because it's coming. Hey, you better enjoy this while you can, because I'm going to be like this. All right, who has a local podcast that they have, or not local, but just a shout out to a podcast that you have listened to? Anybody have anything? This one don't really need our support. It, it doesn't need our, I mean, you probably heard it numerous times for the first time ever. I stopped down and listened to All the Smoke featuring Matt Barnes and, uh, and Steven Jackson. I thought which hopefully we'll get the opportunity to discuss it today. But uh, they got they got a lot of little podcasts, a lot of energies, two former NBA players. I thought that was a, a pretty good show. I, I, I don't typically get to listen to a lot of shows because I feel like it stifles my creativity. And I feel like I don't want to come on the air and say and sound like the same sound bites that we've been hearing on mainstream media. But I thought that the whole Kwame Brown situation and I thought that they got some good takes. So I will find myself in the offseason checking them out and getting a little bit more of their perspective and their side of things. So that is all the smoke featuring Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson. Yeah, their podcast is solid. Yeah, they They already won a couple of awards and stuff just one year. Really? Mm -hmm. They they won an award too. They made Yeah. I've already listened to them. Yeah. And. 10 to 12, 10 to 12, probably of theirs. There's, there was one with Jeannie Buss recently that was like really good. That's the one that started uh, all the theatrics though. That's the that's the show her around the world. Yeah. So that's the one, that was the, but, the part I saw. Um, I, I listened to the one with Gilbert Arenas, obviously also. And then also there's another one with Rachel Nichols, which was very insightful coming from a non-athlete who I guess it's kind of like us, who's you know, kind of covering, watching, but then getting on television talking about it. But then you get to see the human side of her, where she's kind of cussing and talking like just like us, how we do when we're not on the show. Well, for some of us on the show, I guess. But, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But what was your show, KT? Who who were you going to shout out? I'm going to give a shout out to a uh, a guy in Atlanta, Twelve Cow. Oh, we'll say that for next week. <laughs> Well, I had me say it just in. I mean, okay. yeah. they'll be back. All right, y'all. Local business. Who 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 been somewhere lately? I haven't been anywhere. No, nah, let's move on. Right. Yeah, we, we got this podcast one going, so let's go on and keep All this right. one rolling. All right. So moving right along to the toast, Miss Manhattan ain't here again. So I guess I'm gonna have attendance to leave. issues. Yeah, I mean, she at this point she get a write up. I'm gonna let you do this one, Pam. Gonna write up. I'm let you write out. Stay out them streets. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and do the toast. So again, the liquor of this month is tequila. And so her drink of this week is 75 Mex. It is one ounce. I don't know where she get that one ounce. Just pour a whole lot of uh, Vulcan Reposado tequila in there. And then put a whole lot of, how you say this word, y'all? I don't drink. I bet. Cointro? 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 Liquor? Control. Control. There it is. Whatever yeah, service. Like. And you top it off with the open What? Nothing. Let me finish this toast now. You top it with Opaline Pino Noir Brut Rose. It's a Trader Joe exclusive or any brutes of your choice. She just recommended it because the bottle is cute and it's $7.99. 
But let me tell y'all what I'm drinking. I'm just drinking some stuff that I made up because I didn't have any contre or control and any Pinot Noir Brut Rosé. I just had liqueur. And so I put that in a cup and made this. So moving right along. That's the toast for today. Oh, who are we <laughs> toasting? I don't know. We're to- The toast of the week goes to... I don't know none of these names. After pledging $5.3 million with the creation of the JLH Fund, J. Rue and Lauren Holiday. Wait, 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 wait. We can't. We can't. It's Drew. J. Rue. Ready back, fam. Ready back. Ready back. I've been drinking. I've been, I've been drinking. Hey, All right. You, you and Tequila. What's her name? Tequila Jenkins. Tequila. After pledging $5.3 million with the creation of the JLH Fund, Drew, spelled J. Rue, and Lauren Holiday will provide an additional $1 million in grants to Black-owned businesses and organizations focused on the social impact in New Orleans, Indianapolis, L.A., and Milwaukee. So shout out to them. Thank y'all. Sorry, sweet. I got my... Uh... All right, there you go. Oh, oh wait. Can't do advertising. Sorry. We can't. Nope. No, Toast it I... up. Not unless they're going to pay us for it. Shout out to J. Rue, a.k.a. Drew, and Lauren Holiday. Golly. <laughs> what was that? J. Rue. Y'all should have prepped me before. <laughs> really? I blame Kevin on that directly. First of all, first of all, it says J-R-U-E. How would you pronounce it? J. Rue. How do you spell Drew Hill? D-R-U. Okay, Drew Hills with a D? Okay. Yes. Drew. Okay, anyway, the kickoff question. Let's move right along. Opti now has now reached the high school level. Running back Jaden Blue, one of the top-ranked running backs in the 2022 class, said he will sit out his senior season of high school football in 2021 to prepare for college. Maybe you need to cut through or the control or whatever to get your drink right because you're hitting hard right now. I, 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 I ain't even halfway done. All right. So the five foot ten, one hundred ninety five pounder has been committed to Texas since February, and he made the decision with his family to forego his last high school season as he gets ready to join the Longhorns. He plays for Klein Kane out of Houston. This strategic and conscious effort to ensure that I am prepared to perform at an elite level at the collegiate rankings during the twenty twenty two season. This is an incremental step in hopes that one day fulfilling my NFL dreams. So I guess we are going to discuss this and. Say how we feel about it. I personally, as the mother of an athlete, don't see anything wrong with it. Because what if you get hurt your senior season and all of your hopes and dreams go out the window? So if you are already committed and that school already wants you, why play? Do you need more stats? Do you need more numbers? Is it going to help you? No, you're already committed. So that's just my personal opinion. KT, what you got? I strongly disagree with you. And the only reason I say this Okay, you said the injury thing. What happens if he gets hurt his freshman year in Texas? At least he went. Yeah, but it's still an injury. He's still going to be done. It's such a bad precedent for coaches. You know what I mean? We say the whole family thing, and then team, there is a me, and he damn sure is taking advantage of that, ain't it? It's selfish, in my opinion. Now, I get it that you want to be healthy, but like I said, as a coach, my job rides on players like this, even in the high school ranks. Now, okay, he's already committed to Texas, but let's just say Texas starts looking at the uh, players 
for the upcoming season and somebody surpasses what he's done. Now what? Now you're putting yourself at risk of Texas saying, hey, yeah, sorry. Look at my junior year film. Yeah, but another thing about that, Pam, before I turn it over, he's already telling Texas, hey, when it comes time for me to go pro, I'm going to quit again because it's about me. Ain't it about all athletes? When it's high school, it's more of a family thing. In college, I get it. If you're going to skip the bowl game to go play, I totally understand that. But high school, now we're going to skip high school football. I think it's taking it places that it doesn't need to go. All right. I'm going to go with Serge because B. Jones got this look on his face. So go ahead, Serge. I'm actually in complete agreement with KT on this because I just feel like the, the sooner you decide to start trying to control your destiny, I guess, sometimes you kind of end up putting yourself in the predicament where you actually might end up and it might end up backfiring. I just feel like if you decide to start to take shortcuts in a, in a certain way, or, you know, you're really just only putting yourself out the forefront. And, you know, what about, what about the team that you're currently playing on who, you know, obviously depended on you the previous year, it takes a team, you know, to be successful. So, and, and like KT said, Texas, obviously the recruiting isn't what it used to be, but they still, especially for kids who are from Texas, and it's, it was a guy who was a junior in high school last year. Now he's in his senior year. And, you know, he could be from your same town and he could put up unbelievable numbers. And now Texas is looking at him like, hey, we might need to go ahead and throw him an offer and bring him in. And now, you know, your second string or third string or maybe, you know, not even make the team. What You know, you never know. I think you should just be able to the only way you can control your destiny is to do what you can control, which is go out there, play, leave it out on the field. Let the chips where they may fall where they may. And, you know, that's just my attitude towards it. And I, I do believe it does set a bad precedent for going forward that you're not all about it. Like, you don't have that it factor that guys are looking for, that fire. Hey, I just want to go out there and ball. That's all I want to do. And it doesn't seem like he does. B. Jones, go ahead. What what you think I'm going to say, Pam? I don't know, but you've been, you've been like this the whole time. Well, I'm trying to work on print for some stage presence. You know what oh, I'm saying? Okay. I'm trying to work on, you know, not being distracted <laughs> and stuff like that when we do the show. But I'm going to say you this. you don't agree with the other two. Well, you're incorrect. You're incorrect. Because I'm going to tell you this. As much as I respect what they're saying and I respect the comments that's coming up, NFL is a meat market. College football is a meat market. Everybody in the game is making a ton of money but these kids at these colleges. And yeah, they're making them at Alabama and LSU under the table. But the reality is, is that uh, his next game isn't guaranteed. He has something that nobody on this on this, this phone, nobody on this Zoom has, and that's an athletic ability that can take him someplace. Now, you have to protect that investment. I get what y'all saying. It's the difference between practice and this. But if I'm going to risk injury, I am going to risk injury when there is money on the line. There's no need for him to play this year in this high school. Now, he will be foregoing his opportunity to have some memories with his friends. I get it. And, and of course, these scholarships aren't guaranteed. Somebody could very well, somebody could very well bump him from his scholarship. I don't know who told him that scholarships were guaranteed. But the fact of the matter is, is that if he's not 100% healthy, and that's what this sounds like to me, that Jaden Blue is saying that, hey, I am not healthy. I need to get healthy. I don't want to go out there and put myself in, into a, a, a position to where I can lose all of it versus, okay, if he don't go to Texas, he still get to go to Arkansas, or he can still go to Missouri, or he can still go to San Diego State somewhere. 
But the fact of the matter is, is it's not necessarily going to play and why not? And then I'm going to tell you this. We as, we as fans need to stop acting like this is brand new. There have been tons of players who have disciplinary issues or maybe they were out of district, they moved and were ineligible, that missed their entire senior seasons and were only able to practice with the team. And they still got scholarships and they still moved on. Now, I do agree with that. Let's let's cut you off real quick and then you can finish. You're changing the argument. No, I'm not. We're talking about him sitting out. Yes, it has nothing to do with discipline issues, though. That's I didn't saying. say it did. I said we're acting as if this is brand new kids sitting out their senior season of football. Yeah, but bringing that point into this is is different. Irrelevant. It's irrelevant. How, how it's is irre- it, sitting out is sitting out, regardless of what the <laughs> rationale behind. You, no, the context to, matters. What? No, yeah. you're trying to turn this into a character issue, and I don't know where y'all think characters. Uh, football is a character game. I don't know who y'all getting these great stand up people that are going out there running 22 miles per hour and balling themselves into another person. That football is not a character. That's why we got this soft ass NBA right now because everybody want to be character. It's all about the No, this is a competition. The fans booed Trey Young because he talked smack to the fans of New York. You got the mayor on national television challenging this man and calling him out. No, it's trash talk. And that's all it is. It's a sport. It's a competitive game. And he has to protect his investment. You could call it, well, he sat out for this reason. He sat out for that reason. They not at the end of the day, Texas is taking a chance on an athlete that is sitting out for a year of football. Will he be able to preserve his body and still perform at the same level as the number 82 ranked player in the nation? I don't know. But clearly, he feels as though he's not prepared. His body can't handle it. And he feels he has to sit out a year. I'm going to respect his wishes. He, no, 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 I agree with everything you're saying, though, B. Joe, but when you bring that whole like the I'm, just saying, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It don't matter why you sit out, Kevin. If you sit out, it, I mean, I'm just saying. We as fans are acting like kids have never sat out. They seen a year before. No, it does matter. If you sit out for disciplinary reasons, then a school may not take a chance on you. Now we know that for a program to be successful, you do have to have some knuckleheads. We're no fools. I get that, but it's totally different when somebody has a behavior problem compared yeah, to when, when just not going to so, play. So, so are you it, saying that this I character is going to make him a better football player? Him choosing, him him having his own personal reasons versus not being kicked out is going to make him a less a lesser player than the person who 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 skipped school didn't get the grades and weren't eligible? <laughs> I'm not saying a lesser player. Where are you getting a lesser player from? Because you're, you're saying that you're, you're saying they're apples to oranges, that there's no, you can't talk about kids missing a year because they because of character <laughs> issues. And now you, I'm saying that's the difference you me. Talk about that. When you talk about behavior, we're not talking about like getting in trouble. We're talking about somebody that's not playing for his supposed football family. So tell me what's the difference. It's more, it's more selfish than anything. Okay, just selfish. Is your and, and, family going to help me get to the next level? Thank you. Kevin, when is selfish not allowed? What, what, what person has not been selfish? And how is selfishness going to prevent him from rushing for four touchdowns and 300 yards on Saturdays? Because he's not going to be able to do it because he's the number 82nd player in the, in the nation or in the state, and somebody's going to pass him. How about that? <laughs> I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. Now, now, personally, I wouldn't want the character issues. I agree with you, Kevin. I wouldn't want the character okay. issues on my team. You just said, just, that's what we're talking about right there. How you kind of change the narrative? It's choosing to sit out versus having to sit. It's, it, to me, uh, listen, Aaron, I get what you're saying. It's a choice, but the choice doesn't make him any less or any better of a football player. It doesn't. When, when Michael Thomas went to the Saints and said, hey, I'm not showing up. When Aaron Rodgers didn't show up this today for OTAs for the Green Bay Packers, it did not make him any less or any better of a football player. It was his choice. And it was money on the line. It's, it's 
whatever's on the line, he had Jaden Blue has his reasons for protecting his body and sitting out. And all I'm gonna say is his his character has nothing to do with this. Yeah, yeah. So to end this, every <laughs> time that he's sitting out, there's a player getting better than him because they're now, getting. I agree out. with you on that. I agree with you on that. Team. But do I you agree. think that he's sitting out and just sitting at home not doing anything? No, 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 no. Pam, no. he's training, but it's different. Training on your yeah, own, getting beat up every day, getting your body adjusted to everything. It's different. Yeah, yeah. Now, I'm going to agree with Sergeant Kevin on that football. one. It don't matter. If you're not at practice, if you're not if you're not running, practice speed, game speed, those are that those are two different levels. You He needs game time. He needs that tape. And like Kevin said, it's, it's a dog right now that's a two-star, three-star that nobody know about. He's going to put a hell of senior film, and it's going to be some schools that's going to call him up come January that's going to be looking for a running back, and you never know. Jay, and, and, and injuries can happen anyway. So I don't want y'all to sit up here and think I'm saying that Jaden Blue should have made this decision. I'm just saying if the decision has been made, I'm going to respect the decision. I'm not going to knock the kid. Now, you know, sitting out, because let me ask y'all this one question and we'll get off of it. What if he had showed up to Klein Kane and said, you know what, coach, I'm not feeling up to plan. I'm a practice, but, you know, I don't really want my reps. And his daddy come tell the coach, like, don't play my kid. You would have thought it was even worse. As soon as the news came out that a kid showed up and is on the team but refused to play, look at what happened to Zach Evans. Zach Evans two years ago when he did that at his school in Houston. It looks worse to even show up, man. Why, why even do that to your team if you're not 100% committed? Okay. But, and yeah. there you have it. There it's is like a kickoff question. Yeah. And we have punted the ball. We have tipped the ball. <laughs> Turnover on downs. Turnover on downs. We ain't it's got time no to move on. All right. Time for the next play. All right. So we're going to move on to the Manhattan Project, even though Miss Manhattan is not here. I am Miss Best Side today. All right. So y'all catch that? Huh. <laughs> I know you got that. We got you. Okay. All right. So, if you missed the drink, go back because I don't know how to pronounce half of that stuff that she put in that drink. Just get a regular old margarita like me and have a good night. All right. So, we already talked about Last Chance You, KT, you finally caught up and you finally watched the last episode. So, since we all gave our thoughts last week, what were your thoughts? That team was going to win this win state. I think so, too, Kev. I think so, too, man. Destined for those young men and Coach Mosley to finally win state. Now it's going to be a season of what if. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That just sucked. It sucked watching this whole series just to have all of that taken away from these young men. No matter how much I despise Joe at times, how much I thought Malik sucked and he was lazy, they it was, it was still coming together. Yes, they they deserve to shot at that state title. They just, hey, you on the bus, like you on the bus, you ready to go. And while you're on the bus, they like, get off. Yeah, that, hey, Kev. But it sounded like they got a squad coming back next year, so I'm hoping that Netflix is going back to Elac. Yeah, I'm hoping. I'm hoping Netflix go back to Elac, and we get to see Coach Mosley for another year. Because I'm curious how he's going to handle another group of kids that has a, right. uh, another group of kids that have a different dynamic and attitude, different talents, different personalities. Because he's losing some studs. I mean, oh yeah. my God, he loses some monsters. But here, here's the thing. I don't want to see another season if it's not going to be him being successful, man. I don't think I can stomach yeah. that. Yeah, I don't want, like, 
15 losses and wait two. a minute. Well, but this is the deal now. If y'all, if y'all watch the show, he's been successful for the most part over his entire. They talked about like they even said he was made it to the semifinals before a loss. <laughs> he made it to the finals and lost. Remember, he lost in the championship game one year. So the, the program has been wildly yeah, successful yeah. over the last five it, or six it years. Been thick as a Netflix show, if it yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, but here's what I'm he, saying. We know when somebody's at the top like that. Yeah, I, I think he's going to be just fine, man. The kids are going to hey. figure out a way to move in that district and go to school over there or something. So. Hey, yeah. hey, Serge, he should have took him on to San Francisco anyway, shouldn't he? He should have he said, let's just, go, <laughs> let's just go up there for the night, y'all. Let's go yeah. cheer. Yeah, and that, that was crazy, though. All right, y'all. So we will find and come up with another show that we are going to start watching. I don't know. We'll figure it out offline. Maybe in the guys' chat. Mm-hmm. Oh, we canceled it. The guys chat got, got canceled. <laughs> we got know. shut all the way down. Uh, hey, as of Wednesday night last week, we're shut down. <laughs> now, I'm know. not in the guys chat no more. So whoever got it, they got it. Whatever y'all like. So it's time to move on to some uncut gems. So I wish KD was here to discuss this, but again, she on her last PTO day. So I'll discuss it with you guys. So of course we have been seeing this new trend of women proposing to men, okay? I had this conversation with a friend Sunday night. She's been dating a guy for about three years now, okay? And she wants, she's still, she's younger than me, so she's still, you know, in her good baby-making years and baby-having years and all that. She does not want to have a child until she is married, okay? I get all that, but The question that myself and another friend presented to her is, how long are you going to wait? So you know what you want. You want marriage, you want a baby. How long are you willing to wait for him to decide? It's already been three years. How long are you gonna wait for him to decide that he wants to be married? Now, the flip side of that is, as a man, and I'm asking you guys, as a man, typically, when do you, I have my own thoughts on this, but when do you know when you're dating a woman and you all are married, when do you know that this is the person that you want to marry? Does it take a year or does it take six months? Does it take a year? Does it take three years? Does it take five years? In your, in your opinion, how long do you think that it takes for a man to realize that this is the woman that he wants to be with in marriage. Have you seen Harlem Nights? Put your mama on the phone. I'm not coming home. <laughs> it don't take it don't take long. <laughs> I mean, no. I would I would think so. I mean, yes. No, I mean honestly, I think that's gonna be different from every guy. I think, you know what, people are not going to want to hear this, but you only as committed as your options, right? And if you got a guy who's, I mean, Michael B. Jordan, for example, why, why would he thrust himself into a, a committed relationship versus, you know, I mean, he can, he could play the field as long as he wants and shop, 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 shop. But I thought you were going to ask the question about a woman proposing. I was I had a whole little thing built up about creating boundaries and honoring those boundaries. But I, I, I mean, think I, I think the answer I, to your I mean, question answer your question though, I think it's going to be contingent upon that dude in his, his certain situation. I don't think there's a, a set answer that we can say two weeks to, to two years. I mean... But I guess my thing is, do you think it takes a long time? I mean, no. do you think it takes no. three to five years? I mean, no. I'm not asking you to give me a definite time, but do you think that it takes that long 
for a man to know? No, you know within that probably the first two years, probably the first year and a half. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say six months to a year. Yeah, I, I think I think I think at that I think at that six month mark, you starting to try to figure out like, okay, this is too good to be true. What's wrong with her? You starting to try to wait till that that argument happened in which she lose her cool, or you trying to wait to see how she's gonna act around a certain friend group or something like that. It's, it is it, it comes a point to where you're you're flipping that switch and it's no longer. I'm trying to get us there. It's more like, why can't we go there? I'll, okay. tell you, I'll tell you my situation, Pam. It took me probably like a year. Okay. We were just walking. We were going to the wreck to work out. And I just, I, out of nowhere, because she had said it before, but out of nowhere, I just said, hey, I love you. I was like, what? Like, where did it come from? Who said that? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so probably a year and a half, I already knew that I was going to ask her to marry me. You said, damn, my internet messing up again. <laughs> well, you know what? I, I'm committed now. Did my, lips, did, my, did my lips say that? I can't go back on it now, so, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I do believe it is. it has to be something that's taken into consideration, like, where you are in your life. Because are we starting dating, like, once we, we get out of college? Like, we're 24, 25, just right. getting into, I got my own, you know, place, and so do you, and we got our own jobs and we're trying to just, yeah, we're dating, we're things like that. Or are we a little later? We're, you know, 29, 30. We are now in a position where we're really thinking about settling down. You know, we have a little bit of money saved up where if things go right in the next year to two with whoever the person is, I would be prepared to make that commitment. But then depending on, you know, obviously, you know, situations are different for people as far as uh, being able to live together prior to getting married is a big deal. I know that was one of the biggest things for me, why it kind of, I don't want to say sped up the process, but it made the decision easier for me to move forward. But a lot of people in my community, they don't have that luxury because it's frowned upon, you know, right. for people in our community to live together, even though they know you're together, they don't right, want you living right. together until you're married. So, right. you know, a lot of times you don't get to see the other person. Right. Like, we, we don't say, like, yeah, you're, you're looking to see how, they interact with like some a certain friend group or you get into an argument or whatever. Okay. Even once you go beyond that, like how, did, how is it living together to understand about whether it's from doing dishes and laundry and just picking up the house and just having that communication about finances, like, what do you want to do next? You go, are you living in an apartment first and then moving into a house and where do you want to live? Like how many kids do you want to have? Like you got to be able to have those kind of communication conversations at certain points, it can't all be together because there's some guys who they're ready, but the girl's not, or the girl's ready and the girl, guy's not. And it's just, but are you willing to kind of maneuver through it? And, you know, I tell a lot of my friends who are younger than me, who are maybe dating and stuff, I tell them, you know, yeah, I'm married, but don't look at me and, and that we look happy being married and we are happy that, we're, you know, we're married. But marriage also, I don't believe it's for everybody. And I'll I, never do it again. Don't make that leap. If you're not 100% sure, if you have doubts, not because even of the other person, like you have doubts about that you want to settle down with one person and or don't do it because of family influence or, oh, it's like they're getting pressure. Like, oh, all your other friends are getting married. Well, why aren't you getting married? Like cause that happens a lot in my community. And I do feel like a lot, you know, there's people that I know that ended up taking that leap because they were getting the pressure from family as opposed to being ready to really commit to whether it was the person they're with 
or just any part in their life because you have to be mentally stable to really be able to take that on let alone hopefully it's the right person that you're doing it with and it goes vice versa i feel like so do y'all feel like just real quick do y'all feel like these women that are proposing to these men that you see on you know instagram and going around do you feel like at some point they probably had a conversation with this man and you know now they the conversation might not, he might've just been like, Oh yeah, you know, we'll get married one day. Ha 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 ha. And now they're like, okay, well my clock is ticking. Let me just propose to him. I guess I'm, maybe I need to hit one of them up and say, sis, what was going on in your mind? What made, what made you decide to go buy a ring? And then on top of that, not only did you propose, but you got down on one knee. But Pam, the thing with that, if y'all had this talk and he still hadn't proposed, then you need to put him on the clock. Stop wasting your time. And I hate what Melissa said about, you know, moving in and she's right. Because yeah. how many times do you go on the car line and just buy a car? Don't you got to test it out first? See, I uh-huh. think that's a question that we need to be asking. How long is it before somebody moving in with each other? Because like Serge, Serge was in a situation, because I'm going to tell you straight up, if you with somebody and you're not getting the goods, if you ain't getting that ooh wee, you might propose tomorrow night because you're trying to get to a certain goal. You, you're not trying to sit around with, you know, feeling like it's a pound of fudge, you know what I mean? Sitting down there. So you're trying to, you're, tr- <laughs> you're trying to, you don't want to be heavy. You don't want to be heavy. So you're trying to, you're trying to move forward with that thing. And you might propose a little bit earlier, but the question is, is, you know, we got a couple of people, KD and KD both said that they're still pretending at the six month mark. Like, when do you stop pretending with somebody? Because I think that's lethal. I, I don't even know what, like, I understand me not wanting to do certain things in front of you at the six month mark, you know, like going to the restroom and stuff, but it come a point to where I can't be fake in front of nobody. I can't even be fake in front of y'all. So I'm just, I think, I think it come a point if you, if you still being fake at the six month mark, that's not the person for you. Yeah. And I guess maybe at this age, I'm just a little different. I mean, I just, we're too old. Look, I I don't, I don't have to be beautiful every morning. You going to get what's up under this wig. You're going to get no eyebrows. You're going to get a little drool spot. You're going to get all that. I don't care. Pam, you're not supposed to tell the fans that it's a wig. We're trying to create an image here. We're trying to... We're trying to... <laughs> First of all, I have a new hairstyle image. every week. You yeah. already knew it. The fans already knew. All 54 million of them, we got another million. All 55 million of them already knew this was a wig. So, anyway. Yeah. So thank you guys for participating in the Uncut Gems today. We will. We might revisit that conversation i might actually try to reach out to somebody and be like what made you propose this like let's talk about this let's figure out like where you were mentally and and what transpired in this relationship i need to know how long y'all have been together if you live together if you have kids like and then the fact that's like i said you get down on one knee you get down like when you when yeah, that girl on the show yeah, yeah. all of that doesn't even matter a woman should never get on her knees to propose. Should never. Absolutely not. What 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 rules, what grounds do you think it is acceptable for a woman to ask? Give me any situation, any scenario that it's okay for a woman to ask a man. He's in a wheelchair and he can't talk. All right. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. happen. <laughs> yeah, that's not gonna happen. That's not gonna happen. I'm just uh, trying to think of what 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 reason why a woman would be able to ask a man. I mean, you know what? What I can unless possibly he, say unless he said that day, this is what I want. You can, you don't, I don't have a timeline. I'm t- I, would, I wouldn't even film that though. I wouldn't film that. I don't care if he told me this what he wanted. The only way I can see it happening is if I want to remarry you. Like say we're already married and I want to renew our vow. I still don't see me getting down on one knee, but I would be like, hey boo, you want to marry no. me again? 
No. I wish oh, you'd ask the question about two weeks when school is out because I could, yeah. yeah. Think, think about this though, because now we just obviously saw this recent one within the last week, but this has been a trend, right? Recently over the last mm-hmm. few months. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, it's definitely not me, but there's probably guys out there like, this is a new trend. Like, I want to be part of that new trend. And now they are the ones who reciprocate this. Now, obviously, the female has to be up to doing it. And there's females who, in deep in their hearts, they're like, man, heck no, I'm not about to do that. But they're like, but if I want to be with him, this is what I got to do. And the guys, you know, they put their foot down and some women just dive in because we don't know, right? I just, I just feel like now and all everything takes something new to catch on. This is not going to be the last time you're going to see this. I feel like you're going to start seeing more trends of this, unfortunately, because just because we don't agree with it, it doesn't mean that it's not going to continue to happen. Yeah, this ain't a good wave, man. I don't, I don't like it's that not. wave. I'm not just saying like, I like it either. But just it, like dudes in skinny jeans. It just, I about yeah, to say the same thing. They just some suckers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. So let's move on to the power serves. No, we, we have... I, I would try to show off my gut, but I saw Pam before the show, and I was like, well, maybe... Ooh, Pam! Got that Angela Bassett! Got that Angela Bassett up there! Got that blessed Gemini look over there. All right. Anyway. All right, Serge, what you got for us this week? All right. So, we have the NBA playoffs obviously just started over the weekend. We had a great uh, couple of playing games, and uh, playoffs are, are to a good start. I really wanted to get on here and for my Mavericks and talk about them and get on the Clippers, but I've always realized when it comes to sports, don't talk about things until it's over. So I'm gonna I'm gonna save what I have to say when the series is over because it's over. But you know what I mean? It's got to be literally over, and then we'll talk about it. So in the meantime, we have decided to talk about you know we had already did a little series on current top 25 players under 25. So now what we're going to do is turn our attention to the top 30 players overall, regardless of age, that are currently playing. And so we kind of threw out, you know, a list that we kind of compiled from, you know, different Sports Illustrated and ESPN experts have put out there. So, B. Jones, I'm going to go ahead and start with you. I guess we're going to do the first five from the bottom. So 30 through 26. And uh, B. Jones, I'll let you go first. And uh, Stacey after that. All right, so I'm going to be quick about mine. At number 30, it's a 30A and a 30B. I got DeMontis Sabonis and Brandon Ingram of the New Orleans Pelicans. At 29, I have Zach Levine. At 28, I have CJ McCollum. At 27, I got that young Thundercat out of Memphis Grizzlies, Ja Morant. And at 26, for my 26th player, I got Jamal Murray. Okay. JT? Man, I was making some uh, last-minute changes there, sirs. I'm going to go uh, okay. at 30, Siakam. At 29, McCullum. 28, I got Cat, Carl Anthony Towns. Egregious. Well, when Minnesota can actually get somewhere, then, yeah, I can, he'll move up. Egregious. Uh, I got uh, Levine. One, two, three, four. Oh, and then I got – I mean – I, I know this guy can ball, but I just don't have that much love for him. So I, I got Rudy Gobert right there. Ooh, hey, defensive player of the year for a lot of years. So I, I can dig that. Yeah, yeah, I give him. That. Yeah, you, you got, you got to give him his. I dude. got Rudy in my um, next five. So 
All right, yeah. let me get my five. Go, Pam. All right, go, search. That's how we don't blind. Do this. I got this tequila. I got the rum. I mean, uh, what? Uh, so for for mine, I got I at thirty. I got Siakam. I got Julius Randle at twenty nine. I got Trey. I got Trey Young at twenty eight. I got John Morant at twenty seven, and I got Jamal Murray at twenty six. And I was telling KT this before the show. I feel like the bottom of this list, the thirty, or trying to squeeze into this thirty. Is actually more difficult than it is to fill out my top five. I agree. I'm my top 10, agree. actually. Because I just, and then it makes me realize, like, dang, like, there's a lot of cold NBA players. If I'm having to squeeze out 30, I'm like, these dudes are all superstars. Like, this is like, it's crazy to think, like, you know, usually you think like five, seven superstars, but I mean, there's, these guys, I mean, some of these guys, like, if they're on the trajectory that they're on, I mean, they're all going to be like Hall of Fame. Dude, I, I, I had to leave out. I had to leave out a Kyle Lowry off my list. I had to leave out a De'Aaron Fox off my list. That kid out of uh, Orlando, Vucevic. Vucevic, yeah. I, I had to leave Vucevic off. I mean, there was some players that I didn't feel really good about, but at the end of it, I, I in between I y'all, had to leave Zach Levine off mine. I guess that's. that's Crazy. Siakam, I had to leave Siakam off my list too, but that's, I mean, he would he would have been right there at 33, 34. If we had done a top 50, you would have heard those names, but yeah, I, 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 I got to challenge you on that, that Julius Randle. Julius Randle hasn't done enough to enter into that conversation as a top 20 to 25 play in NBA. Yes, Pam. I want to enter the chat. Okay, so the girl <laughs> who does my nails, one of her clients is Julius Randle's wife. So let me see what I can do. Oh, <laughs> Hey, okay. You you didn't just enter hey. into the chat. You no, you just came. Yeah, yeah. He's in the top thirty now, man. <laughs> <laughs> man, Julius, right? Hey, real talk, man. I, I know we're just talking about our overall opinions. If we were to look at this year, ah, you know, Jamal Murray's been hurt, so maybe you would have you would have bumped the Jamal Murray back this season. I know KD Damon said he he was too high. I don't know if you meant he should have been in the top twenty or something, KD Damon, but. I, I give Murray right there at 26, and you'll see as we go down this list, it's some, it's some still, it's a lot of dogs who are still out there. But Julius Randle has been, honestly, Julius Randle has been a top 10 player this season alone. I kind of oh, knocked him. I, I knocked he, he's He's way down for me. But like I said, I, I think you had got him at 28. That's too high. That's way well, too high. Well, I guess this is the way I'm looking at it. I'm looking at current players. So, and I'm not projecting out five years from now. I'm looking at current players, and I'm not obviously going to base it off only this season. But I do know that, like, I I don't see in the next year or two Julius Randle dropping off. Nah, he's only going to get better. Agree, agree. But already at where he's right now, he's already top 30, in my opinion. And so he'll start cracking top 25 and then top 20 and so on and so forth especially depending on how this team does. And I mean, to average 24, 10 and six, I mean, that ain't nothing to sneeze at. Winning most improved player, that definitely ain't nothing to sneeze at. So, and Pascal Siakam is another guy who obviously, you know, was co-star for Kawhi Leonard and, and you know, helped win a championship. And he also won most improved player before. So it's kind of like you, you make the list based off of what you've done already and for me, he he fit he fits the mold, and he was already solid last year. So it's not like he just came out of nowhere. I just felt like he just stepped up. He just improved his game. So. Yep. 
Yeah, DeMar DeRozan got left off the list. I'm trying to think yeah. of everybody in my head. Yeah, De'Aaron Fox please. is another tough one for me to leave off because, I mean, he was on our top 25 under 25, you know, uh, uh, list. Even Shea is Alexander. I mean, he's another guy that's like, if you want, I know you don't get to see him play because he's on Oklahoma City Thunder, but dude's a solid player. Yeah, you know, yeah, so yeah. I'll just bring up his name, but it was kind of really tough. And he's obviously one of my favorite players. And I think still he's still one of the best players. And it's hard. I don't know where exactly to put Russell Westbrook. He's obviously going to be in my probably my next or the next five or the five after that. But I mean, he could be really anywhere. And I can't really say that you would be wrong for putting him anywhere because what are you looking at? Uh, you know, how are we basing it? Westbrook. Oh well, yeah, Westbrook. Westbrook has earned. Like, yeah, he gonna be in my top fifteen. So I mean, you know, so it's like, what are you basing? No you know, I, I think as long as the criteria, because the criteria for everybody else is, you know, everybody's different. Like if we do favorite players, that's completely different. But if we're doing the best talent players right now, not looking at how they're gonna be next year, if they're gonna be better, or they improve from last year, you know, or they had a down season, just how are they as of right now? Obviously, injuries aside, obviously, like. Clay Thompson didn't make our list. I mean, how is that even possible, right? But he, he hasn't to played 20. in two years. He hasn't played in two years, so you can't. We can't really put him in there because can we really just base it off of how we played two years ago? Well, two years ago, Zion was even in the league the last time Clay Thompson played an NBA game. But I got him in my top. 20, you know what I mean? So I think it just makes it you know that much tougher. But it's going to be a, a fun. A little yeah, it's gonna be wild. Sure. It's gonna be uh, wild over the next five to six weeks. And I think as we name guys off, obviously Siakam didn't make the playoffs. Jamal Murray is hurt. They're, you know, and he would have been right in the thick of things in the playoffs. We saw what he did in the bubble last year. Julius Randle, obviously bringing the Knicks back to the forefront, playing in front of fans. It, it, there's nothing like watching the Madison Square Garden home game, like you know, even on television, even though they don't have a quote unquote superstar on their team. The fan base just brings everything back together. Trey Young, we already see what he did in game one. John Morant already got pulled off that upset in game one against against the Jazz after he played a great game against the Warriors to beat them in the playing game. And CJ McCollum, I mean, he's been the dynamic duo to go with Dane Lillard for the last six, seven years. So as we keep going down the list, you'll just start seeing all these guys. Man, like, this guy's on television. Like, we need to watch him play because – there's greatness on the court, and uh, people just need to hopefully appreciate it. So that's all I got this week for. Uh, I'll have my picks ready for next week. All right, all right, fam, I can't wait to hear that. We're going number twenty-one to twenty-five. Twenty-one to twenty-five. I'll be ready. Thanks, Terrence. <laughs> He's not even here. Be quiet, but I am going to use him. All right, y'all. So it is time for the drop. Since Katie is not here, I will go ahead and drop the music for us. So, of course, she wanted to send a huge congratulations to our boo, she has to share, Drake, for receiving the Billboard Artist of the Decade. The album is coming, just not quick enough. We're going to have to discuss when she gets back this picture that's circulating of Drake with this certain woman that he's standing behind. Because, you know, that's the case. Me and Katie show not had a shot. But anyway, I digress. So new music that came out this week is YG and Mosey. Uh, Mozzie? Okay. Mozzie. I don't know these new kids. Community mm-hmm. Service. Young and May, didn't know she was still around, had an album come out it's called Off the Yak. Queen of New York. Most underrated MC in the game. I actually like Young and May. Young I, and May got spit nothing uh, but fire. Uh, wait, hold on. Not New York. I thought she was from Baltimore. 
Or, wait, I mean, Northeast, Northeast, whatever oh, you want to okay. call it. But uh, she got East Coast like, style of music. She got East Coast style of music. Hold up. How do you like Young M.A.? Well, she goes hard. But don't like Man, J. I, I don't understand. Okay, I have I have a truth today. I, I put on Pandora and I put on my DMX station when I was on my I was working out at the gym today and the song came on. I was like, oh, OK. And I looked down. I said, oh, yeah, it's that Amari. A.M.A.R. Yeah, off the new album. Yeah, I, I got caught. Uh-huh, uh-huh, anyway, uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, moving along. Masego? Masego? I don't know. Studying Abroad, Extended Stay. She said it's a vibey R&B album. You must listen if you're into sex. So sound like it could be a little bit relaxing. Shanid Harnett, Ready is Always Too Late. Now, I've heard a song from her that I actually very much love and have downloaded. I think it's, I forgot what the name of the song is. Never heard of that person. Yeah, she it's a it's a nice little just kind of chill, chill vibe, you know. And then Benny the Butcher and 38. Fire. He's Fire. nice. He's nice. Fire. Yep. I don't know who Benny the Butcher Lyricist. is. Lyricist. Lyrics. But the, the yes. album is called Trust the Sopranos. Hey, go listen to it because it's fire. I hadn't heard it, but I heard Benny the Butcher. He bringing it. Bars. Wait a minute. Casey, can you please post the comment that Aaron just made? Please. Oh, he's stuck. Oh, here it is. <laughs> Katie is a person that calls out of work but calls and checks on her co-workers all day because she sure is in the chat but ain't on this podcast no okay. I, I can't let y'all get on Katie like that her situation <laughs> ends at 9 30 so so she gets free I mean she gets free at 8 30 so that's when she able to be free she just can't be on for the first 30 minutes or so she rock with us in the comments the rest of the way. <laughs> All right, it is time for the coaches group. Come on, I got my body roll ready. What you got for me this week? Shoot, you can just hear my voice. That's about it. <laughs> I, okay, so this is a guy. Nothing? I No, well, I can't even see myself right now, so I'm just talking to a, a, a damn computer. You are, because you froze. You like. Yeah, so hey, here's a guy that I actually met when I worked at the music store, and one of my co-workers, his CD had just came out, and this dude is really trying to sell this dude like one of our membership cards. I'm like, I said, man, hey, look at who's on that CD, then look up. And then he did, oh, okay. It was Lil Flip. It was Lil Flip. Lil Flip. Game Lil over. Flip. No, it's not game, game over. over. I, knew, I knew everybody wanted to do game over. I'm going to go a different route. I'm going to oh, go Sunshine. More than one song? Sunshine. With the yeah. song. You don't know Sunshine? All I know is Lil Flip got ate up by T.I. Did. I was gonna mention that too, but and I ain't nobody seen him since. Yeah. I ain't heard flip name since. Game over. Flip. I, th- I think he at Walmart talking about. Can I see your receipt for that TV? Well, what about the chick? I forgot what the chick's name is. Aaliyah. Aaliyah. Yeah. Not. Yeah. Not, Not the Aaliyah. Aaliyah. Not yeah. yeah. All right. So, oh, he left, and he got my sneakers. So let's hope. Let's hope oh, he come is. back because. We, you know what? I, I do this here. I do this here. For the sneakerheads out there, we're going to do the drop next week. We're running short on there time. Well, okay. All right. Oh, well, well, me and Kev, we do this thing on our TV show, You Got Next. And we call it the championship rounds where we present you with the either or. So for Pam today, because you okay. seem, I can't, I can't give you the option to like something or not. You got to choose one of these sneakers. Now, these two sneakers that he showed up on the screen temporarily here. Yeah, this is a very cool pack because it has two sneakers in it. And this is built off the friendship of Kyrie Irving 
and uh, Kevin Durant. So what's cool about this is each one of these colorways are shoes from the other person's collection. The uh, the Kyrie Sevens is a knockoff of KD's KD One, which they were called the the Weatherman, and the other the Ky- the uh, KD shoe, which is now the KD Fourteen, is off of the Dream, which was one of uh, Kyrie's. I think it was Kyrie Fours were called the dream. So they both economically priced, but they're, and they were so cool about it. They are both going to be released on June the 5th. All right. So you can go pick up either of these shoes. You can go pick up both of them, but Pam today for the drop, you got to pick one. So hats off to Nike for, for collaborating and putting these two stories together. I thought it was the coolest thing. I wish I had a little bit more time, a little bit more time to unpack it, but they teammates now, they friends in life, and now they got a set of sneakers that are coming out the same way, stealing off of each other colorway to tell a story. So hats off to Nike for that one. I'll start with you, Pam. Which one of these shoes you voting for? Um, the other man's or the dreams? Can you show them again, Kev? I I don't like either one. I'm here. My son's favorite athlete is KD, so I'm just going to go with the KDs. All right. She went with the dream, the KD14. Who you got, Serge? I'm definitely not picking a snake shoe, so I'm going to definitely go with Kyrie's. Ooh, I didn't (laughs) see that one. All right. (laughs) All right, Kev, who you got? I'm a Kyrie guy, so I'm going to go with Kyrie's. I'm going to go with the Kyrie's, too. Well, good, because I'm going with the Kevin Durant's. I just like the black on the the, the peach color, whatever you want to call it. So, hey, y'all leave y'all comments in the in the in down below. Tell us which which shoe you would pick out of the two. And if you would just pick any of them. Pam says she would, but I bet you Terrence. What Terrence said? I know He's T would. T- okay, He's T would practice. probably like one of those shoes. I know I he would he tell us. Because he like everything bright and just, I don't think he'd like the green, though. All right, cool, cool, cool. Let's go knock out a couple of these uh, OTs or at least All one. Right. So let's talk about should LeBron James have been suspended for game one of the series? Yes or no? Very quickly. Serge. No. B. Jones. Hell no. Pam. I mean, ooh, Gemini. No. I don't even know what's going on, but no. I'm still here. Oh, KT. No, it's too much money involved. Too much money involved. Too much money. Yeah. Crazy. Man. And technically he didn't. He followed the rules because he's been, he's been vaccinated. So well, he, he wouldn't say at that time though. He said he wouldn't he wouldn't do the HIPAA compliance. He wasn't going to disclose if he was vaccinated or not. I know and he has the right to do that. So. Yeah, he had the right to do it, but he could have he could have alleviated all this if he had just said, "Oh, I'm vaccinated." It wouldn't even been a story. Yeah. Right. All right, Kwame Brown drama. Is he bitter or is he justified? B Jones. Bitter. KT. Bitter. Surge. Justifiably bitter. <laughs> Gemini, don't know what the thing is, but we'll just say justified, just because. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say this. If every number one pick that didn't come out to fruition gets mad when we call them a bust, people who ain't made a dime in their careers, dude, Kwame, you made $65 million. What do you care what the average person think about you? Now, I know this is a situation he was upset because he thought that his peers we're disrespecting them. And, and I get it. You're mad about your peers. But going after Rachel Nichols, going after Jamila Hill over a Game of Thrones reference, going after any and everybody you want to, that's now you coming off as straight up bitter. You got a right to address Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson and say, hey, y'all wrong for disrespecting me like this. But I'm a cop. Hey, Kwame, guess what? You were number one pick. You didn't live up to the hype. You were a bust, sir. Jamarcus Russell, you were a bust. Michael Oka- Olaquande, you were a bust. What's the Bennett kid? Anthony Bennett, you were a bust. They bust. It is what it is. 
All right. Yeah, and he's getting clicks and views, so he's just riding the wave, man. He riding the wave. Ride it on. One last question really quickly before we move on. Is Sabrina Unescu the future Ooh. of the NBA? You see how I did that? Thank y'all for spelling that out. Jay Roof. <laughs> so I wouldn't say Jay Roof. <laughs> is she the future of the WNBA? Y E S S S S yes, all the way. Yes, she is the real deal. She is uh man, there's white mamba already, Diana Tarasi, but She's about to be the one, 2.0, for sure. I wish I, I should have. Man, anyway. All right, B. Jones? Yeah, she Diana Taurasi 2.0. She does it all. Court vision, shooting, buckets. She Diana Taurasi and Sue Bird together. Yeah, she the truth, man. I'm, I'm, and already, a healthy Sabrina has turned that team into like a 4-1 team. So they already looking very, very, very strong for the future. KT? Yeah, like Sir said, man, she got that mamba blood. She's special. So, yeah, she is the future. You know, if I had uh, went on ahead and practiced this a little bit harder, y'all would be having this conversation about me right now. I just want y'all to know that. Uh, All right. Mm, yikes. You had too much of that 90s feel, so you didn't concentrate. Wow. Thanks for the love. All right, move on to the E. All right. Well, you know what? I was reprimanded last week. I came off air and people said that, uh, man, you know what? You gave a shout out to the graduating class of 2021. And uh, I was like, yeah, they deserve a shout out. And then all of a sudden I went to my daughter's graduation and I heard this this theme. And, and then I went to my nephew's graduation and I heard that same theme. And it's just all around the country. And we look at even with the last chance you, these kids were impacted. They didn't get proms. They didn't get to attend school like normal. Their most crucial, the most pivotal part, whether they were high school graduates, even, even in college, they were doing at-home home learnings. Football games weren't the same. They weren't able to attend certain events. They couldn't even probably go to their rec hall for half of the time that they've been here and meet out. Their college experience, their high school experience has been altered. And they, they went through an experience that will forever change the way we as a society behave and act in public. And for that, they showed a lot of tenaciousness they showed a lot of uh, patience and they had to put up with a lot and still pass through that crucible. I'm going to give the class of 21, not just a shout out, but this week, all of you from beginning to end, top to bottom, no matter how old you are, you deserve a yeet. Double yeet. Absolutely. I still haven't had a graduation yet. It is not until next Friday. Well, ha- congratulations to them, to, to that graduate. <laughs> All right, so time for the two-minute warning. Shout-outs. KC, who are you shouting out this week? I'm not shouting out to AT&T. That's for sure. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> they get a cleat of the week. They get the cleat. Lee, I'm shouting out to all the teachers out there as we wind down this school year. When I tell you, it's been a beatdown. You think it's been tough on students? It has been a beatdown for a lot of teachers. And for us to finally finally see the light and we don't even have that long of a turnaround before we have to turn around and go right back so shout out to all of the teachers out there gonna be a lot of turn up quick turn ups oh shoot wait till next week. all right Serge man I just wanted to give a shout out to all the I feel like just the great athletes that we have in the NBA because they've been giving us some entertainment after entertainment and obviously that boy Luca is a bad man Giving the Clippers the business, and KT got off because he knows he was not on that train for us, you know, drafting. But go sir, let that go. Let that go, man. Uh, 
<laughs> Never. Uh, hey, KT, Serge been hitting you over the head with that for two years, man. <laughs> I'm going hey, I'm, I'm to do it all the way until he wins his championship. Until I'm then, with you, Serge. I'm with you, yep. Serge. Get him. Get him. He deserves right. it. Hey, we could have Trey Young. B. Jones, who yeah. shouting out this week? I am going to shout out Coach Steve Gervais, first and foremost. I woke up on Monday. He sent me an a, a inspirational video. I, I loved it so much. I, I, I packaged it up and put it on our uh, on our social media page. So y'all go check out our IGTV. It's a video that Coach sent, uh, sent me to share with the crew to inspire us and uh, keep doing what we're doing. And with that being said, I'm very happy to announce we recently have hit a couple of milestones. The first one, we surpassed 1,700 followers on IG. And I know it's... it's body roll. I know, I know, right? And I know it has taken <laughs> us three separate times to get here. We've had a couple of false starts, if you want to use a sports term, but we are less than five episodes away from episode 100. So to me, that is that is uh that is very moment. It's milestone. I'm very excited about that. So make sure y'all go like and subscribe on YouTube. We got to keep the YouTube. We're trying to get to a thousand YouTube followers, and we need all y'all help. We a little army. SLT Nation, rise up! The takeover is happening, and let's uh let's share this thing out with as many people as we possibly can. You know what I mean? All right, and I want to shout out to all of my family that is coming in next week. I don't know where y'all going to stay, but come on. I can't wait to see you. We're going to party up. We're going to do this thing. We're going to get this boy on across that stage, and that's it. We don't know what's going to happen after that, but, hey, it is what it is. Next week, I probably will be here, and I will discuss the prep school visit during the Uncut Ooh, I forgot about that. Yeah. I will discuss that visit next week, so be ready for that. Hey, and I got my list prepared for whenever we're gonna do the uncut gems, dark, dark skinned women. I got my list. I've been researching. I, I I got a bad list too. You you had to ask me what's considered dark, and I'm like, I got a list though. We'll talk about it next time. We'll talk about it next right. time. I, 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 I got, got a list. All right, I got you. All right, y'all. Well, thank y'all for joining us again. I don't know where KT is. He On behalf of Kevin, <laughs> I'm right here, y'all. Good grief. <laughs> You're not there. Wait. All right. Oh. KD should be back next week. If she's not, she's going to be suspended for about six weeks. <laughs> but you should, no no game check. Yeah. you should have all five of your Power Rangers back next week. So make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend, tell a friend, because it is going to be a good show. We're going to have a new liquor. KD's going to have a new liquor for the month. Whatever it is, you know, I'm buying it. I'll be drinking it. I'm gonna new be TV show? Pictures. Yeah, absolutely. What'd you say? I said we're going to have a new TV show. We're going to have oh, a new absolutely. show for everybody, all of us to go watch together. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. So y'all be ready. It's about to be a SLT hot podcast summer. Y'all not ready? Y'all ready? The takeover. The takeover. It's about to happen, y'all. KD, hit hey. my music. Bye. The baby say I'm fly. She see me. I know I got a giant in the drip, but I double because I'm tired of the vibe. She clingy. And I'll play around with the rich when I get it. You already know the vibe is VD. I swear I feel alive when I'm in them in the yoga to the air, making vibes on repeat. And I ain't gotta lie, you see these. She said she want a vibe, she need three. Each one for my boys, my team. Swimming through the riches with my squad, believe me. Iced out all the mods, believe me. Big dogs is legit, know I'm eight. Cook a little, know I'm different, raw with the eight. Do this for my sons, I know it's mine for the take. The baby look like she the type that be playing. Slide and escape this. 
She dummy probably thinking who this Yeah, money now it's funny how I see the mood switch Bro, boy and them girl funny how the two nicks So I got him upside, now they got the loose lips Want the doors with a suicide on it If I'm winning, gotta put my signs on it I ain't buying in the Gucci or Prada That shit my man, I just put for her solid Drip the finesse like Kyrie Like Kyrie, man, with his own man